Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. It's been a short break, but we are back. The football podcast has returned. We are talking upcoming football and trying to avoid talking about any football that's going on at the moment. Kind of. Less said about that, the better. Or more said about that, the better when you're talking about a podcast. Anyway, uh, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop in reviews you want to drop. Share the podcast around. If you've got a football fan in your life, send this podcast their way. They might even thank you for it. Anyway, enough from me. Let's get started. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the football podcast. Recording in progress. Well, well, well. After a brief, brief hiatus, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're back to give you some delicious football content from a Middlesbrough Hull and Nottingham Forest perspective. As always, I'm not alone. Joining me this week is the founder, the father, the birth giver of the of the Cookie Cast podcast network. It is Mr. Andrew Cook himself. How are you, sir? Oh, cold. Very cold. <laughs> but Brilliant. other, other than that, I am well, thank you. Excellent. We are also joined by everyone's resident favourite Hull City supporter, Mr. Stuart Woodman's Me How You Soon. I mean, you've caught me at the right time. This is the patch that we can actually have the lights on in the house in the uh, current energy sort of cost of living crisis. So it was, uh, it was lucky that you uh, you called at this point. Very nice. And rounding out the uh, the pack, as it were, is everyone's favourite Nottingham Forest supporter, Matthew Moore. How are you, sir? Very good. Uh, yeah. And what a place to start, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, no football predictions to go through from last week as uh, we haven't been here. So we'll just do a little roundup of what's going on with uh, with our respective clubs. So we might as well start with Mr. Moore's free signing Nottingham Forest, who have uh, got the uh, got the old checkbook out yet again, or is it a freebie this one? So this one, I think this one's been in the works for a while and there's a bit of confusion as to when he was actually meant to come to the club. Uh, so his name's Gustavo Scarpa. Um, what what a great name. Please tell me he's a winger. <laughs> he's a Brazilian, I think he's like a Brazilian kind of forward, kind of midfielder, kind of that, that kind of position, if I can find him. So, I think he's just, he was just been at Pal- Palomarinos, I think, or something like that. In, have a look. So, yeah, he's come to Forest from Palmeiras. Palmeiras? Palmeiras, Palmeiras yeah. Uh, in Brazil, he just won the Copa del Libertador- Libertadores, uh, to which he was kind of a key player in it. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I think it was 
it's been a done deal from, from right about the summertime. I think it's someone that they've definitely been looking at for a while. Um, and yeah, he's on a Bosman free kind of free agent kind of signing. Um, yeah, and already he's out in Greece. There's a lot of clubs with links to international vibe owners uh, are they're off to their owner's native land to go and train and play. Um, so yeah, he apparently played today, two assists already. Um, and uh, yeah, so starts work 1st of January officially for Forest. But uh, but yeah, he's already training with the team, um, skateboarding around Nottingham. And uh, yeah, well, that kind of stuff. But yeah, well, one signing already. We'll see what goes on. Very nice. Is there anything else from a Nottingham Forest flavour for us? Just a slightly, just a slightly weird one. One of the players that they signed uh, on on deadline day, Loic Barde. Um, I think they signed him from Wren. Um, kind of thing. And there's been a lot of questions as to why he's not played for Forest. Um, it would appear that. Uh, Basically, in October, they agreed with Ren that he wouldn't play again for Forest uh, because they, he's probably going to go back in January to be moved on to somebody else. And if he played for Forest, because he'd already played for Ren, and then he would have played for Forest, then he wouldn't have been able to play for um, for for a third team. So obviously, he hasn't settled in Nottingham and is heading back to. Uh, to back to back to France to possibly move on elsewhere, I presume. Uh, so yeah, a bit of a flop that signing, just on loan. So I assume they will have got some of their loan money back be, due to him be, due to them requesting that he didn't play. Um, but yeah, so an, an outgoing um, as well. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, straight from the horse's mouth. But a delightful horse, nonetheless. Mr. Woodmansey, you have some whole news, I believe. I do, um, and we'll continue on the theme of outgoing with uh, the fact that this past week, former owner slash chairman Asim Alam has passed away, age 83. Um, Alam was in charge for two Premier League promotions, uh, an FA Cup final, Hull's first ever games in Europe, a League One title, um, and a total of 12 years in charge. So there's, that's that's definitely the highlights package for sure. Um, obviously, wishes wishes family well and everything. There was the, the, the point of, yes, Hull wouldn't probably still be around or certainly not in the uh, shape that they are now if it wasn't for him. But if he had just assaulted us a good four years earlier, maybe we might have even been uh, in, a, in a better position and uh, effectively bled the club dry. So... Um, yeah, uh, that's that's as many nice things as I can say without getting myself in trouble. So I'm leaving that one right there. Um, also, in uh, in happier news for, from the club, a few of you, if you've listened along for the season, may remember at the start of the season, the new owner, uh, Ajun Ilajali, um, had offered to take up to 300 fans on an all-expenses-paid trip to Turkey. It was kind of never really mentioned again. 
However, when you've got a break smack in the middle of the season, thanks to a uh, definitely not bent organisation of a World Cup, why not take some fans out to Turkey with your first team and all the coaching staff? So um, they have been for the last week went on the Corandon Airlines actual branded Hull City aeroplane, which um, I think is quite cool. I mean, it's not going to be to everyone's taste, but that looked good to me. Um, they played two friendlies that we know of whilst they were there, one against a uh, local side, one against Trabzonspor, which I have, I have uh, heard of before. Both games finished 1-1. Uh Two fans scored in the second game against, against Trasmusball with a penalty. Um, and I cannot now remember who scored in the first game. And that's gone completely out of my head. Um, it wasn't really just, for the fans' side of things, it wasn't really just about the football, though. They did get a, a, a fun-packed week. And a, a gent who I used to work with, who has travelled many, many miles to see City, home and away, uh, was one of the lucky few that was selected. So I've seen a few few pictures on the old Facebook from uh, from his little trip, and it, it looked brilliant fun to be fair. They had a day at a theme park, they were up in training sessions, uh, they watched the England game as a massive group, and obviously the players were sort of interspersed amongst the, the, the fans that were, were there as well. So it, it looked like a, a decent trip all round. Uh, but let's hope that that brings them back sharp, Ready to ready to go because they've got a tough game coming up this weekend. <laughs> so we'll uh, we shall we shall get to momentarily. Mm. Very nice. Anything else? That's pretty much it, really. Apart from, I mean, massive piss up and a death in the family. That's, uh, that's pretty much uh, covered all angles there. Excellent. Obviously not for one of those items, but we bring you the stuff we have to bring you, ladies and gentlemen. So from a Middlesbrough perspective. No, no incomings, no outgoings. Just uh, they did arrange a friendly with Hibernian for the time that's been uh, during the World Cup break. Uh, they won two 0 with goals from Chuba uh, and a goal from the developmental squad player called Sonny Finch, who was a youngster who's coming through. I was actually going to tip him up as uh, my one to potentially watch for the rest of the season, but. With how well some of the forwards have been playing recently, I don't think he's going to get much of a chance, um, personally. But he's, in, in the games that he's been given, I know it was only a friendly and stuff like that, but in the games he's been given, he has put on the back of the net. So hopefully some uh, some good uh, good stuff for the future. Um, that's, that's about it from a middle's perspective. So I did make a note of the FA Cup third round draw that involves all of our teams. So these games will take place on the 7th or the 8th of January in the last one that we'll go through. But the uh, the ties that came out in order were Middlesbrough, drawn at home to Premier League, Brighton and Hove Albion. Nottingham Forest were drawn away at Championship Blackpool. Hull were drawn at home to Premier League, Fulham. And just because... It sort of ticks two boxes. Hartlepool United drew Stoke City of the Championship at home. <clears throat> now, the reason I say it ticks two boxes is because, obviously, I have mentioned Hartlepool United on this podcast before. And 
the eagle-eared amongst the listeners will know that Stoke is where one of our participants is actually from. So, there you are. He's pointing himself, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely not Mr. Andrew Cook. As everyone knows, he was from Bristol. So, yeah, 7th and 8th of January for those games. The Middlesbrough, Forest and Hull games are all on the 7th, kicking off at 3pm. The Hartlepool United game kicks off on the Sunday at 2pm. Fingers crossed that they can all get the necessary results to progress and you never know, we might get a tie between one of or two of the four teams because one wouldn't really make any sense. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just going to say it now. Um, it will be us. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you boys fight amongst yourselves. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're, uh, we're arguably the underdogs in both of our ties, both uh, drawn, fair enough, at home, but against Premier League sides, you wouldn't really fancy them on paper, so we'll see what happens. The, the, the pick-up always throws up a couple of surprises. So. Borough did all right out of that situation last season, though, didn't they? From memory, certainly did. So you never know. Let's let's all say we're we're all we're all pulling for pulls to beat Stoke, even though he's from there. He don't he don't really like Stoke, does he? So. <laughs> so we'll jump in to what brought us to the dance. And that's diving straight back in with football. Now, just championship football back at this point, as the, uh, the, the the Premier League is not actually due to restart until, I believe, Boxing Day. Or yeah. around that time. There is League Cup football, I believe, for Nottingham Forest. Well, we, yeah. A week Tuesday, I think. So, didn't, we talked about this before, didn't we? It's like two days after the World Cup final. Yeah. yeah. So, I dare say we'll probably we'll probably cover it in next week's show potentially, rather than predicting at this point. But depending on the day of the game, let me just double check. No, it's, it's not. It's not within the next week. So. We're all good. We're all good. So, our week 17 predictions start with Middlesbrough taking on Luton Town. It's obviously my team. I will go last. Uh, Mr. Cook, let's dive straight in with your predictions for this one, sir. I wanted to ease my way, I ease my way back into predicting nice and casual. So, I'm going 1-0 Middlesbrough. With Chuba to score the goal. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That sound you can hear right there is everyone ticking off on their Cookie Cast football podcast bingo card. Andrew Cook selecting a 1 0 with Chuba to score the goal. Correct. I really, Mr. I really need to drink. Your prediction, sir? Uh, I have gone for a 1 1 draw with um, Morris to score for Luton and. And Mr. Isaiah Jones for the Borough. Now, I was writing down 1-1 and completely misheard what you said for Luton Town. I do apologise. Morris. Morris. It's alright, it was only a minor discretion. Morris, minor. Oh. Jones and that Morris. A, that's a, a joke for the really old listeners there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Good heavens, that was terrible. Mr. Moore, Mr. Moore, what have you got for this prediction, sir? I've gone for a Middlesbrough 2-1 win. Interesting. Hubert and Fours for score. Yes. And Morris for Luke. So, first, first, well, second home game in charge for Mr. Carrick. Obviously, first one after a couple of weeks break. I think they'll uh, they'll hit the ground where they were. Uh, We'll take off or pick up where they left off from uh, from the last game before the break. I've gone for a 2-0 win with Akpom and... Don't I, feel, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason I get the feeling he might give this, give this guy a go straight from the off to see what he's got. But I'm going to go with Hoppy to score the second goal. No idea why. Just something that came to me when I was doing the book earlier today. He probably won't even be in the squad and make me look like a bit of a tit. So there we go. <laughs> The Middlesbrough game, done and dusted. To finish us off for this particular week, we have Watford taking on Hull City. Mr Woodmancy's team, he will therefore give us the last prediction of the week. I'll dive straight in here. It's a tough one for Hull. Couldn't really have asked for a more tough game, really, to restart the uh, the season with. I have gone for a 2-0 Watford win on this one, sadly, with Davis and Saar. To score the goals. Uh, Mr. Butt. I have gone for a 3-2 Watford win. Goals galore. They concede a lot. They concede a lot. Uh, I've gone for Saar uh, and a double from Jao Pedro. And for Hull? Uh, you know, we've got to keep him, keep him on the go. So, as Esther Pignon. Got to be, got to be back in the goal soon, you'd have thought. Uh, and Palkas. Palkas. Mr. Cook. So, I haven't heard everything you've said there. <laughs> it's a 1-0 Hull win for me. <laughs> and Good lad. Esther Pignon to score... That their goal. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard the you've heard the rest. Now you're going to hear the best from the uh, the horse's mouth. It's the second appearance of a horse on this week's podcast. Who would have known? And and it is an equally lovely horse, Mister Woodman. See what's it going to be? Um, I have actually agreed with your scoreline. I have gone for Watford two, Hull City nil, and I have. Also, kind of amalgamated your goal scorers across the board, apart from Andy's. Uh, so I've gone for Davis and Pedro. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Short, but equally sweet. That is this week's podcast. Unless anyone has any additional material to go through. I think we could, like we could probably talk about the fact that England are going to get slammed out of the World Cup on Saturday. But uh... well, well, you say this, Stu, but I, I would imagine if, if, in fact, I was listening to um, a Moroccan football podcast. That absolutely was not. <laughs> I didn't know you spoke Moroccan, Paul. <laughs> but like seriously, 
look on paper and a lot of people have said Morocco versus Spain, that's got massacre written all over it. I mean, I do think France will beat us comfortably, but, you know, stranger things have happened. It's when someone goes, Kyle Walker is the man for the job to stop Mbappe, and you're like, yeah, good one. I mean, Kyle Walker. pull a hammy within the first 20 minutes, so... Listen, you, I, I understand why, because he's just, he's the he's the only one who's, who's capable of keeping pace with him. So, it does make sense. He, he has got that pace about his game, but he's also got that thing of the second Mbappe gets past him, Kyle Walker will be in the book quicker than he ran. So. Also, it won't matter, because he's going to be playing three at the back anyway, so it's basically Trippier and Walker doubling up on him every single time. So... It, it's 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 a moot point basically. I am I am looking forward to watching the game, um, mainly because I'm going out and I will have a beer in my hand. I'm not <laughs> football wise. It's going to be at least I will have some consolation ready made. Basically, I did see that obviously with the, the, the League One and League Two fixtures haven't stopped. They've just continued on, uh, and obviously in League Two you've got Newport County, which is technically a Welsh club, uh, and they have refused to move their game at three. Um, so, And I can't remember who it is that's travelling there. Doncaster, maybe. So all the Doncaster fans that have got to go away have then got either a mad rush to get back to Doncaster in two hours or they've got to try and drive somewhere in two hours where they know they can get to a TV. <laughs> so why would they not just stay in Newport for it, surely? Oh, you know, I imagine all of the, all of the pubs there will be like, uh, no, we're not. We're not. We, we don't get ITV or BBC. It's, we don't get it. Ah oh, man, I, I've seen Welcome to Wrexham. They love some outsiders down there. Before we said anything, I believe Mr. Cook was about to spring forth with some um, some some bits and pieces there. No, I was doing. I was. I was making a funny. You said material. I was like, what, like stand up and jokes and stuff. If you've got some. Drop, drop it on us. I don't. I wasted my opportunity when uh, when Matt was kept going on about Ren, and I was like, "What's Stimpy going to have to say about it?" So <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sort of content you can expect every week when you come back for more football-related content. <laughs> but yes, we are done and dusted. Obviously, like I say, a nice and quick one this one, as um, we had no predictions to go through from the week before. But it should be back to regular, uh, regularly scheduled programming from now until the end of the season. Um, so yes, thank you to these three gentlemen for joining me to go through this particular week back into regular football. Obviously the World Cup has been a nice distraction, but it's, it's good to be back to the real hard stuff, shall we say. Join us again next week where I'm sure we'll all go through this and uh, we'll be brought right back down to earth with a couple of thumping Seven nil defeats. <laughs> Until then, ta-ta for now. So there we go. What do you think, that? Football's back in a roundabout way. Certainly, we'll be talking about football next week. So join us for that. Big thank you to the boys for all getting back together and talking more football, bringing you the football that you love. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review. If you like the podcast, review it. And if you like the podcast, share it around. 
If you want to check out our website, it's thecookiecast.com. Over there, we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.